uh, I, I saw this thing, this like kids box, and it yeah. had Snorlax on it, and I thought it was a Snorlax head shape of a box, right? So oh. like it was the head of a Snorlax, <laughs> but in box form. I was like, I yeah. need it now. I need it right now, <laughs> now, now. But then I walked to it, and it wasn't that. It was. It had a, like a lot of Pokemon on it, but yeah, I was yeah. very disappointed. I really wanted it. Welcome to Words for Dinner, the podcast that is perfectly buttered and salted. I'm Max. And I'm Mike. As you can definitely tell from that intro, and because you clicked on the link that told you the word that we're already doing before you started listening to this podcast, this month we are going into the bag, yeah. digging around, and shoving <laughs> small kernels of popped corn into our mouth. We're talking about the word popcorn. We are deep into the bag. Oh, You're right. Very deep in the bag. We're on the bottom where it gets like you start to get the little like hard pieces and uh, like the little like sugars. Uh, can we just like let's just get real for a second right now? <laughs> Those parts oh, are yeah. so good, right? Like, yeah. yes, I know they're bad for your teeth, right? But like yeah. you know, a, cur- a kernel that's just like partially popped, and you're like, mm, arr, arr, arr. you know, what I'm saying? yeah. You yeah. know, like I gotta say, like I really do like that too. There are hazards. For your teeth, yes, and uh, I hope that this episode is not does not stick in the craw of anybody's mouth, mm-hmm. you know or I mean? in the gums because or, that's right. what happens to me all the time. It sticks in my gums constantly. Yeah, and you don't want to develop the gum disease, gingivitis. No, no, you don't want to do that. Yeah, no. but before we get started, yeah, Max and yeah. Mike, that's me. Yeah, we wanted to <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about the podcast itself right so we recorded our previous month's episode which just became live uh, a couple days before recording this one right like maybe yesterday the day before so uh so that was our 2017 in review and now we're in 2018 full swing right you know we are almost two months in and before we actually get into it right uh before we get into this buttery delicious episode as max mentioned in the beginning we have those announcements it's 2018 we've kind of you know been thinking about the podcast and what more we can do for the people right and so max and i Indeed. yeah max and i sat down the other week uh we came up with a solid schedule right uh we we definitely have very busy lives Max works a ton, right? I've been yeah, working. Sucks. Yeah, I've been working and not working a little bit, so it's it's been a complicated time for us uh, yeah. to record regularly. But we have scheduled the next three episodes after this uh, yeah. down in our calendars, so you're going to be yeah. getting your monthly dose of Man. words Man, every I'm single month. Already, I know. I'm pumped too. This uh, is thrilling. I know. So we are excited. We're through May. We have dates which we're gonna record. We're down for it. We're into it. Um, and in addition, we talked about another thing, right? We wanted to introduce a couple more things, a, a, a little tasters, if you will, for our yeah. for our uh, our our listeners. Um, and Max, why don't you tell tell the listeners one of the things we're thinking of doing now uh, as as we come into 2018 more. 
Yeah, sure. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, man, this is going to be... I'm really happy to tell the people about this, Michael. Mm-hmm. The people deserve to know about this. I know. I'm excited, too. Uh, because they've been clamoring, you know, as they do, <laughs> as the people clamor, for more words for dinner. Yes. And we've been like, yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, whatever. Like, we don't really hear you guys. And they're like, how about now? And we're like, we still don't really hear you. And they're like, how about now? And we're like, all right, cool, cool. We hear the people. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got two new types of episodes coming out. Yeah. They're different than, yes. than what you've been used to, right? Uh-huh. So far, we got our full episodes, which is just straight up 17 hours of us talking <laughs> forever. Uh, and they're like, they're just, we could call those pretty raw, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. They're pretty raw. I mean, mm-hmm. I edit them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so a person who doesn't know what he's doing tries to cut them down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they're pretty raw. Yeah. And then you got your appetizers, right? And those are like usually around 7 to 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of like a highlight reel of the larger, of the long episodes. Yeah, a little teaser trailer for what's coming next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we like teasers, you know. We all grew up, we grew up with with trailers back when movies mm-hmm. actually were in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I you know, I, and you'd have to you build up suspense instead of just sitting down on your lappy toppy and just clicking on whatever the heck you want to watch, and it's just getting it right away, instantaneously. I'm getting off track. Yeah, a little bit. Sorry, I got excited. Sorry. That's right. Uh, but we are anyway. Let's get to the let's cut to the chase here. We have got two new types of episodes. One of them we're going to call brunch, mm-hmm. right? And brunch now, Michael. We both we both sort of dreamed up this idea together, but I yeah. think you you were the first one who got the you got the first seed, if mm. I might say. Yep. Right. This is the brunch idea is sort of a review mm-hmm. of a of a. I think it's often going to end up being a book, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. But uh, I I think we should leave our 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 mm, criteria open for any sort of art object. Yeah, that's true. But uh, probably probably be books most of the time. And and that's going to be sort of like one person has read the book, hopefully both of us, sometimes not always. Yeah. And then it'll be more like an interview where, like, let's say I'm the interviewer, Michael will have read something that just, like, tickles his fancy. <laughs> and I'll just say, Michael, why does it tickle? And you'll just say, you know what? I just I just had this feather mm-hmm. that was in the back of my neck the entire time, and it felt like that. Yeah. And I'll just be like, that's weird. Why were you tickling yourself? You should have been reading. And that's what the conversation will go like, except hopefully better than that. Yeah, but and and those brunches, yeah. like you were saying, are going to be uh, on. And I think that's good. They're going to be on some sort of art object that has to do with words specifically or language. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, and so we're gonna, like you said, we're gonna have that conversation, like you know, at a brunch. It's going to be shorter than our actual episodes. They're going to be, uh, you know, we're going to be shooting for twenty to forty minutes, which yeah, right. That's a huge. Uh, range, but we also started this series saying that we were gonna we were gonna do forty minute episodes, hour <laughs> hour and twenty episodes, you know, all day. But anyway, that yeah, yeah. didn't turn out that way. Yeah, so they're gonna be shorter and they're gonna be on one item, like you said, typically a book. We're gonna discuss together in like a smaller short form or like a longer review format, but like kind of talk about the book and things that we found interesting or, you know, whatever for listeners who might be looking for more language, uh, or word inspired texts, um, outside of the podcast itself. Right. Um, and so we're going to try and like open that up to try and give our, our listeners a little more variety and like places to go or, you know, people to see right to talk about that kind of thing 
Sure, sure. Yeah. And then, like, it's, you know, like, one of the things I like about this, Michael, is, mm. like, it's going to satisfy the lust of the people for more words for dinner. Oh, my gosh, right? That's the main thing is we want to satisfy the lust. But also, it's going to get let us to expand our, uh, you know, our subject matter to mm-hmm. things that are uh, really bugging us or bothering us or exciting us in the moment. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. And so that's what I think the tapas idea is about, too, is, like, yeah. I think the tapas, which is sort of another, which is our fourth and final type of episode we were mm-hmm. talking about doing. Yeah, our second like, new type of episode. Yeah, the second tapas, new type. Yeah. Is to sort of like uh like just talk about whatever we is is like a pressing issue or moment and they can be reviews too, but I think the tapas is meant to be sort of just you or I sort of yeah. talking directly to the people. Yeah. Uh, and that would also be a short episode. I'm thinking those would be the shortest ones, like yeah. maybe even like 10 minutes or something like that. Yeah, and I think like what we talked about with the tapas as well is like they're usually, if not always, going to be either just you or just me, right? We're going to venture off not together, which is going to be scary. scary. Yes, so scary. Frightening. Um, lonely, if you will. But mm, Indeed. But we're thinking of doing these shorter things. Um, I think that we're going to maybe do book reviews, maybe... Uh, extend, expand beyond that, right? Um, the brunch is meant more as a conversation uh, centered around some sort of text, some sort of object. Um, but sure, these tapas sure. are meant to be like very focused, you know, very short, kind of approaching it. Sometimes word related, at least language related in a broad yeah. sense, right? Yeah. So while and the, like yeah. No, like, totally, dude, exactly. And, like, yeah. just to add, like, I think that, uh, so just to give you, like, an example of what I might, mm-hmm. how I might approach my tapas, yeah. my tapasies, <laughs> would be, like, uh, if somebody's using uh, commas inappropriately, or let's say you, yeah. someone's using a word in a way that just, just boils my kettle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, or maybe I, I, feel, I hear somebody using a word correctly when nobody does. Yeah. And, or or maybe it could be something not like that at all. Like maybe I saw a YouTube video that just got me fired up. Yeah, yeah. So that sounds good, right? And and we're going to be talking about that, right, and kind of having those go off. Um, and those should be coming out soon. We're, we're trying to organize how we're going to, like, kind of release that schedule and how we're going to deal with that as we go forward. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, keep keep an eye out for that. Uh, keep an eye out for, you know, what it is that we're doing. Um, but, yeah, so we're excited to bring you these two kind of new episodes in which we expand what we're doing here, right? Still centered around words and language. And actually, I was just thinking about this earlier today. It's kind of a callback to those first experimental episodes that we did, right? Where yeah. we had those two couple episodes or a few episodes in the beginning where we kind of had a longer conversation in the beginning and then talked about the word and then ended um, instead of just getting right. right into the word like we usually do. So we're kind of bringing back some of that, but like in a more specific uh, organized manner instead of just imagine yeah. imagine that yeah, I know uh, so 2018 the year of WFD and like just horns and oh, drums yes yes <laughs> um, sorry oh man Michael I love your Snorlax mug so I Michael's know. Michael's this is the second month in a row that I've been able to feel connected to Michael long distance via the, snor- the Snorlax mug <laughs> Oh man, 
It's just We're nice gonna, to see. I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to take a picture and upload it to our Twitter uh, yeah. so that people can see how gorgeous this might yeah, that'd be. That'd be great, man. I'd, <laughs> but, uh, I'd really like that. <laughs> but yeah, so so that's good. So that's kind of some of the things that we have coming down the pipeline, right? Um, yeah. If you guys are interested in those episodes, please when they come available, please take a listen. Let us know uh, if we're doing them okay. If you don't like it, if uh, you think we should be doing something a little bit different, you know, with that idea, with the tapas idea, the small plates, the kind of mini things, or the brunches. Uh, the brunch will probably be a little bit before we release one of those, um, yeah. and those will be a little bit longer in between. Um, won't yeah. be as regular of a schedule. But and who knows? Yeah. You know, maybe people will be like, uh, "I don't get it." And mm-hmm. we'll be like, "Take your, you know, put your big boy pants on and just <laughs> listen." And you'll like it. And then like, oh, yeah, I do kind of like it. We'll be like, yeah, I thought so. Nice, nice. I like that you at once really love our (laughs) listeners, but also chide them (laughs) like like they're children. You know, you're like, ah, those those listeners, I love them. Um, That's my parenting style. Yeah, nice. I love it. Uh, So, yeah, so so that's what we got coming down, you know. um, (laughs) And uh, and we also wanted to offer these as a last thing before we get into popcorn wanted to offer these as like another way that we could get people involved in words for dinner because we think that we think that the podcast itself is something that a lot of people would be interested in and we're not the greatest at uh getting our word (laughs) out right uh at being active on twitter you know because we're both incredibly busy people like in our lives but yeah. We we know that, you know, there is a community and a taste for like reviews on podcasts and also for conversations about books and texts on podcasts as well. And we kinda of oh, wanted to enter yeah. that, you know, and have them come in and bring them uh to the dark side of words, right? Where we talk yeah. about, you know, the histories and all that crazy stuff and we swear a little bit. We say bad you words, know? you know? Like we're yes. we are the bad boys. Of etymology, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Mainly, mainly it. we're bad at etymology, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we are the bad. Sure. Boys. Oh yeah. man, I'm gonna. I I got some ideas for our music for this episode already. I know. I know. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Sith words for dinner. That's how we're gonna be known. I love it. But yeah, man. So do you want to? Let's get into popcorn. Let's get started with that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get get a get a moving, get a grooving. Uh, let's let's heat it up, right? Ooh, let's, let's heat it up. Ooh, yes, and shake it so that mm. it distributes the heat evenly. Yeah, course. exactly. Uh, so yeah. anyway, so uh, so what do you think? Do you think we should start with uh, old faithful, old OED? You know, I would like that. Okay, that sounds lovely. Well, how about I? How about I do this? Yeah, I'm going to share some things. Talk to me from the Oxford English Dictionary. Oh, I'm and so you excited. can respond to them as you see fit. Okay, and also I know that you got some history you're going to share with us later. Oh yeah, we have, we have tons of tons of interesting okay. factoids. Okay, actually, Michael, I do have a lot to say here, but maybe we should start first and foremost with what made you decide to go with popcorn today. Oh, uh, so I love popcorn. <laughs> That's it, man. I mean, I wish I wish I could say more, but I I had I had this moment where it's funny. I make a lot of my own popcorn. You know, like yeah, I, pop, I have an air uh, just out in the field, just raking the pulling oh, up. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The kernels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I plant. I one. plant corn. No, f- go f yourself. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I I I, uh, I have uh, a popcorn maker. 
where no. you buy the kernels separately and the you know whatever, Whoa. and it's a heated one that spins it and it makes you kind of fresh popcorn. Uh, I really like that a lot. I don't like bagged popcorn as much since having that. So I make myself a lot of popcorn. And oh, dude, you you upgraded. Yeah. I didn't even realize you could do that. I know it's amazing. When did you when did you get that that device? Uh, I got my first one. I want to say like a year and a half or two years ago. Yeah, okay. um, but okay. no, yeah, a year and a half ago. And then okay. I got a new one uh, when I moved out to Illinois because my old one was kind of like jinky and got busted in the move. Oh, uh, so um, Is it, I see. Yeah. So so I was talking. I was at work and, and people were talking about popcorn and I was talking about my popcorn maker and just this year I've been thinking about the food a lot, right? And the word a lot. My daughter just became of age that she could eat popcorn. You know, there's like a suggestion if you're under the age of four, you shouldn't. So like, oh. there was just... Well, oh, because it sticks in your little your little teethy? Well, no, it can get stuck in your little throat. Oh, yeah, your throat's mm-hmm. tiny. Mm-hmm. You've got a tiny yeah. throat. So, and then there's also like, you have to chew it really well. Whatever. So, sure. so anyway, so I've been thinking about popcorn. We were going to do a new episode and I was like, you know what? This would be fun. <laughs> Let's just talk yeah. about this word. So I, okay. I just, yeah, that was it. No, that's actually really helpful, man, because, like, I've had a love-hate relationship with this food, mm. I gotta say. Like, it's delicious, there's no doubt about it, yeah. but then I do, maybe I just, you know, like, I'm not a big enough adult to, like, really handle it, because, mm. like, I do get little, the, like, things stuck in my teeth sometimes, Yeah, and then sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, oh, water, eh, and I, like, I just am a baby about it a little bit, and, mm-hmm. like... Sometimes that annoys me, and then other times I'm just like, "Wow, this really works." Um, like when I'm in a movie. Yeah. But um, yeah. So uh, anyway, anywho, <laughs> uh, let's uh, move on into the the OED. Yeah. Talk to me. Yeah. So it says that uh, well, it's got a couple definitions, and we'll start with the first one, right? It is the it is this is a British word, right? Mm. It's formed within English. So as as opposed to some of the other words that we've looked at, this is actually an English word. Yeah, it's not like French Mm-mm. or German. Mm-hmm. It's not from a gazillion years ago. It actually came about because of the way a certain food was developed. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's sort of uh, it's sort of in tandem with it. It's parallel with it. It wouldn't exist without the food. The food wouldn't exist yeah. without the word. Such yeah. and such a thing. Well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe the the food could exist without yeah, the word, yeah, but yeah. that'd be weird. I know. Then we'd be making popcorn, and people would be like, "Let me have some of the." Uh, uh, some of that, and people would be like, "What?" And they'd be like, "You know that uh, the fluffy the thing, thing that that pops when the corn that pops when you, I don't know what to call it though." And people would be like, "Weird, man! You just call it popcorn, and there you have it." Yeah, there so you anyway, go. There you go. I pretty much summarize everything you need to know right there. Yeah, so, we're done. We're we're done. We're done. <laughs> Episode <laughs> over. <laughs> um, so okay, so the first definition there's you got your sometimes OAD does your one A, your one B, mm-hmm. right? Your A one A. So we got. Uh, the first one is the first definition goes a variety of maize m-a-i-z-e not m-a-z-e don't be confused this is mm-hmm. not a hedge maize this is a food okay the dried kernels of which swell up and burst open mm-hmm. the small explosive sound when heated yes alright so that that's a pretty accurate description it's a little bit uh, violent mm-hmm. I must say but I guess that's uh, part and parcel here right yeah. there's a little bit of violence involved with the creation of this food a little bit um, a little bit so uh, there's a number of different contextual entries from from different years in 
in time. Mm-hmm. And our first entry under that definition is from 1819. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a weird one, and uh, we like our weird ones. So I'll just read this one to you, Michael. I'm you tell me what comes to mind, right? What the heck is going on here? Right? I'm so pumped. So, yeah, and like with a lot of these, there's a lot of um, abbreviations here. Yeah, yeah. So some words are not really clear what they are. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. We'll figure it out. So this is a guy whose last name is Fox, F-A-U-X. Perhaps it's a Frenchman named Faux. I don't know. It's from his journal from the 28th of November, which mm-hmm. uh, looks like he published into a collection, uh, a book. That was called Mem- Memorial Days America. I don't know if it's memorial or not. Memorized? Memorable? Not sure. Hold on. Um, I'll anyway. T- I'll tell you in a second. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Check it out. So, yeah. Foe. This guy, W. Foe, from the 28th of November in uh, 1819. Uh, it says, quote, I crossed the Big Wabash, which I think is a river, at Lavalette's Ferry. Where is a beautiful land, fine young orchards, and two lonely families of naked-legged French settlers from whom I received two curious ears of poscorn. Now, yes, I did say poscorn, and in the quote, you'll see one of my favorite little editorial notes. It yeah. says S-I-C, yeah, which means that they transcribe this quote exactly, verbatim, and that's what you need to do. In a dictionary, however, it's either misspelled or mispronounced, or there's some yeah. sort of problem with the uh, the original entry. So yeah. they're interpreting this entry to mean popcorn when it was spelled P O S S corn. So that's actually really weird for the first entry of, for this word to be spelled wrong. Yeah. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, like I don't know what jumped out at you, man. But this is clearly like a this is like a journal entry from 1819. This is like. Bordering on the frontier days of our country. Yeah. And it's called... Oh, so I wanted to tell you the name of the book real quick. Yeah, yeah, It's Memorable Days in America. Memorable! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. That makes sense. Uh, I actually found the free ebook of it. We can... Woo! uh, So if anyone's looking uh, for uh, a midnight read (laughs) from the 1800s... Will, uh, William, right? His name's William Fox. So I don't know. Does it say? Yeah, William Fox. William Fox. William Fox. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Fox's okay. journals, mm. and it's you know Fox's memorable okay. days in America. So right there yeah, you go. This is pretty memorable. You know, it's it's a memorable thing to be crossing a river and to just run into a, a family of bare legged Frenchmen. Yeah. Why are they bare legged? It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> naked-legged French settlers. I mean, who knows what the 1800s was like. But, so, what's interesting about this is that there are two main definitions of this word. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and this is one of them, right? Which, to remind ourselves again real fast, it's a variety of corn, of maize, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The dried kernels of which swell up and burst open, right? So it's mm-hmm. a variety of corn, right? Ooh. Right. And we're going to probably talk more about this, right? Because mm-hmm. there's several varieties of oh, corn. Oh, yes, there are. I got yeah. so, I got like so pumped. I was like, wait, yeah. wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, wait. There's more than one type of corn. <laughs> I was like, I knew this, but like I didn't know this at the same time. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I was just so excited. Dude. I don't know why yeah, I, I got know. so excited, uh, but. I don't know either, man. It's probably because this is this is a food that is that has just had some good times for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So same uh, in movies, you know. Anyway, um, so I I want you to talk about the the different varieties, but let's just finish mm-hmm. this small piece of the yeah yeah go first. ahead. So, go ahead. So uh, before I read any more sentences from that, like you said, like that is our first definition. Mm-hmm. The second definition. So that's the description of a, the variety of corn. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But this is the second definition. Definition B is the heated kernels of the popcorn served as a food snack. So yeah. that's actually a definition referring to the food mm-hmm. once it's already been heated and prepared. Mm-hmm. So what's strange is at, at one point in history, starting in the 1819, the corn itself, before it was cooked, was called popcorn. Mm-hmm. And then starting in 1847, which is the first entry for the second definition, that's when they started referring to the uh, food which is made yeah. as popcorn too. Yeah. So again, like I mean, so this is the earliest that um, this that OED says that it's there, right? Hmm. And so uh, fo- Fox or Fox uh, is definition um, yeah. is from eighteen twenty three, yeah. And um, uh, Merriam Webster backs that up, saying that the first known oh. use is eighteen twenty three, right? Oh, but they really? but they say. But they use kind of the definition, and I do want to kind of talk about their definition really fast. I know I'm kind of switching gears here. I'm sorry. No, no, But go for it. it's related to what you're saying, which is corn having kernels that upon exposure to heat burst open to form a white starchy mass. Also, the kernels, especially after popping, right? So meaning right. like in one definition, they say it's the corn, but also like the thing that you eat. That's the product yeah. of heating it, right? And so OED yeah. separates them, which I find interesting. But yeah. the Fox definition seems it could be either one, right? Either he's saying, did I get two ears, ears of the corn, like they're just like ears of corn that he's holding in his hand? Or did right. he actually get like it after it was popped? And so that's yeah. a little confusing. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it, it seems like it was in use, the idea of like, Using this specific brand of corn, of of corn, and yeah. heating it, and it pops, and it has that food. You eat that, then right? Um, was still around. They possibly called it popcorn or popped corn. This is cool stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. Like I don't know. I found that fascinating. We got a little bit of like Wild West sort of frontier America. Yeah, right? a little bit. So a little bit. We're, we're already like seeing this is a word which is English. It was derived. In English, it mm-hmm. comes from English. It yeah. doesn't come from another Romance language. Mm-hmm. And the first entry is like the most American thing that you could be doing. <laughs> You're like wandering across a river called the Big Wabash in the early 1800s, running into some French people who are also settlers. And they just give you some corn. That's like Thanksgiving right there. Yeah. You know? Actually, it's very Thanksgiving y. Spoiler alert we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving. Oh, in a minute, snap. in a little bit, in a minute, in, in a while, in an hour and a half. In with, 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, when we talk about that, and we're also going to talk about, I'm going to point at you in the camera. Nobody can see me, but I'm pointing at Max. That's we're nice. We're also going to talk about the, like, the kind of history where the popcorn, right, like popped corn yeah. kind of came from how long ago. We were possibly as humans eating it. It's gonna be great. Oh, Stay yeah. tuned. Stay oh, tuned, man. dude. I don't know. I'm gonna stop recording this episode so I can listen. Wait, I have to. No, I can't do that. That's not. I have to. I have to finish this part. 
But dude, yeah, I'm excited. Spaceballs so. the movie. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> We're still recording it. It's a new invention, sir. Sorry, I'm done. Those who are Spaceball fans will get that reference, uh, oh, and man. I hope they love it. So anyway. Dude, that is a perfect segue. Yeah. Um, because Spaceballs the movie. I mean, this might be you might consider this to be a derogatory way to to refer to that movie, but a lot of people consider that movie to be a example of popcorn, mm, mm-hmm. a lightweight, superficial film, yeah. undemanding, entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I just skipped ahead to one of the last definitions of popcorn. Yeah, it refers to specifically to films that are lightweight, superficial, undemanding, but also entertaining. I think that's probably not true. Of Spaceballs. Spaceballs is a very clever, funny <laughs> movie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a cult classic for a good reason. I don't know. Um, I got off track there. But so let me double. I want to double back, right? Yeah, yeah. So definition B, the heated kernels of the popcorn served as a food snack, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the the first definition from that, uh, the first uh, contextual sentence from that definition yeah. is from 1847, a journal called The Scientific American. We've probably, you've probably heard of that mm-hmm. one. That's been around for a while, right? Uh, 5th of June. And uh, it's sort of a weird sentence. I, I don't even know if I'm going to read it for you because it's just like whatever. It's kind of strange. But um, I, I wanted to bring this up first because of the date, mm-hmm. 1847, right? So that's a, that's several years after popcorn itself appeared as an English word, which, yeah, remember, sure. was 1819. This says 1819. You said 1823 because, yeah. like, the, there is the date 1823, too, after that that entry so it's hard to say like if it was he wrote it in 1819 it was published 1823 something like that so so he was visiting america in 1819 right and so then he but the book got published in 1823 does that make sense yeah 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 so yeah go ahead okay cool so but then that's that's around that time and then 1847 is when that definition of it being a food pops up there's several intervening years there Mm -hmm. um one other thing, which this is one of the rabbit holes I was telling you about earlier, which I went down. Yeah. But on the OED has this neat feature where they will they will have the the source, mm-hmm. such as Scientific American, and if you click on it, it will say more on this text in the OED. Mm-hmm. And of course, I clicked on that for Scientific American, right? Mm-hmm. Gee, what comes up? Well, I'll tell you. Um, there's it's got a page where it says. Um, the Scientific American is the 35th most frequently quoted source in the OED, with a total of 5,863 quotations. Wow. That's a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's got this really long, interesting page where it says, quotations first in entry. In other words, it's got a list of the quotations from the Scientific American that are the first contextual sentences from their definitions. Oh, okay, right? okay. So we just read one. That yeah. was for popcorn. Yeah. Let me just give you, can I just give you a brief overview of yeah. some interesting other words that sure. were appeared first in Scientific American? I'm excited. Okay. Um, air cooler, armor plated, hmm. bicycular, okay. <laughs> bug chasing. Um, there's a ton of words that are not around anymore. Hmm. Uh, how about this? Crutcher. An apparatus in which the ingredients are stirred with the crutch. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the word download. Ooh, cool. Yeah, which is which was coined 1977, Scientific American. Ooh. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. I'm just scrolling. Let's see. Scrolling. Gas tank. 1852. Mm. Scientific American. Boys and girls. Jet engine. That came from Scientific American. We got. Uh, we got. 
Oh man, we're only in the M's now. Megaphone, eighteen seventy eight. Oh man, there's a lot more. Morse, as in Morse code, eighteen forty nine. Yeah, man. Nano computer. <laughs> all this. This is all at our friend Scientific American. So anyway, the list goes on. This is just a, that's just a few. I just thought that was cool. Isn't that I love cool? It. I love it. Yeah, man. So those are that's some some salient points from the OED. There are more. Mm-hmm. Um, I could tell you, like for <laughs> example, two popcorn is a, has its own entry. Yeah. Um, as, as a phrase, the phrase two popcorn" has its own entry. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know if you want to jump in at this point with any historical references. We were just talking about the types of corn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are you feeling right now? No, no. I think we're, we're let's save that history for like kind of all at once because uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff involved in that. Um, but okay. yeah, I I like what you said about the definition of the word, right? Um, yeah. So like popcorn itself, right, is just a compound word, right? It takes two separate words, pop and corn. Mm. Smashes them together, just just smushes them, right? They like bang like, each other. Mm, okay, all right. I was gonna say <laughs> like two lovers okay, in a heated okay. embrace, but okay, potato, potato, right. bang. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Nobody says potato. Nobody says potato. You know what? Anyway, I'm gonna start saying that. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, so it's two words together: the pop and the potato. corn. Potato. Right? And, and I think what's important here is basically, you know, this word, the the etymology of it, or like the kind of what it, what am I looking for? Like the history of like the the word itself, right? Is not super complicated, right? Eighteen hundreds no. come about, right? There's this corn that they that people heat up, and they're like, oh, it pops. We're gonna call it right. popcorn. Right? How entertaining! Yeah, throw it in my mouth. Done. But so what's interesting is that uh, there's an interesting thing about the word corn, which I, th- I want to kind of divulge a little bit here while we're still talking about the word itself before we yeah. get into any background of, uh, of like, the history of the food or, like, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, sure. Corn is actually short for Indian corn, right? Now, uh, I'm happy that we don't call it Indian corn, mainly because that doesn't sound uh, super, you know, kind. But uh, basically, the word corn refers to any cereal grain. Really? Yeah, so, so... Barley corn, which is, I guess, the, the like the most popular, right? Like barley is also like barley corn is also bar. It's barley, right? Um, yeah. Or something like rye corn or wheat corn. All those things, right, are right. like the the type of grain it is with corn to signify it's a cereal grain, right? Um, oh yeah. Which there's okay. a fun little like tidbit uh, about cereal. Uh, the more contemporary definition of cereal like a food you eat with with milk right um with popcorn like charms yeah sure in a little bit sure but uh so corn itself right is that so it's important that a lot of these definitions right that say things like the first definition of popcorn a variety of maize it uses the word maize because corn mm. is used in english to mean any cereal grain so you know so when it says corn Right, you're like, oh, it's just that just means grain, right? It's another word for that, a specific type, yeah. a group of grain. But, yeah. but then you know, we add pop to it. It's a grain. It's it's. Uh, I'm sorry, it's a corn that pops when heated. 
And that's it, right? Um, sure. So just yeah, explosively, just explosively. Yeah, uh, there is a lot of stuff which, if people are interested in how popcorn actually pops, um, yeah. I watched I think three videos and read two articles that were just about how popcorn pops. Uh, okay. Not exactly something we're going to talk about here, but <laughs> but like it's interesting. So if you're oh if you went down, deep, yeah. Oh, I I went. I went into some weird ones, right? Yeah, but uh, it has a lot to do with, like, cool. heating water that's in the starch inside, and then it uh, expands and cools. and Sure. It's nuts, sure. right? But I read about that, too, yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. So some slow-motion videos of popcorn are were fun to watch. But, it sounds so, sexy. Yeah, so if you guys want to, like, have that experience with yourself, go ahead. Which we highly recommend. Watch it, yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, sit down with your popcorn, turn sure. on turn on YouTube, turn on a couple candles, right? Because we want to be safe. We don't light them. We have battery operated candles. Um in this situation. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe we're in the bath, right? I don't know. Sure. sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah. my point is it's 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 great. It's great. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, oh, so show notes. You're going to send me those, right? Cuz we'll put those in the show. Yeah, notes. yeah, sure. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, so the corn is important, right? And then um it, it becomes a variety of maize, right? A variety of what we call corn now, right? So when people think of corn in America, right, we don't think of wheat corn, barley corn, rye corn, whatever. We think of maize, right? We think of corn, right? The corn that yeah. you eat off the... You know, off the cab. Yeah, off the cob, right? Or right. that you get in the can, right? Like sweet corn or semi-sweet corn or whatever. Uh, but there are different types of corn, right? Um, like you had mentioned earlier. And just really quick, right? The six major types are dent corn, flint mm. corn, pod corn, popcorn, supposedly. Though some places say that popcorn is actually a flint corn. Seems confusing. Flour right. corn and sweet corn. Sweet corn, of course, being the type of corn that... We often eat raw flour corn, the type of corn that they used to make tortillas or bread and stuff like that, right? right, right. Um, and flint corn, uh, which are the only ones that I looked up, right? So I don't know about pod corn or dent corn for that matter. But flint corn is kind Weird. of uh, – it has a harder outer shell. Like yeah. like when you see unpopped kernels of popcorn, um, it's like that. So it's – Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I I did. Uh, I saw that briefly too. I know mm-hmm. at least in Wikipedia. Yeah. They they seem to say that dent corn was also very popular. Um, like when you look at that category in Wikipedia, it actually says that it's used for making uh, high fructose corn syrup. Oh, okay. And some other things. So it looks like sweet corn and dent corn are probably the ones that people eat the most in various forms. Okay. Unless yeah, your tortillas, right? Um, or breads so that, or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Make corn flour. So, yeah, so that's kind of like the words itself. And then the pop is just literally the sound, right? The pop is, you know, a a reference to the sound that it makes when you heat it. And pop! Pop! You're welcome. You're welcome for that. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's. Onomatopoeia. That's our next word. Ooh. Zing. Zing. I just did that. I don't know. I feel like that episode would just be us trying to make sounds. Yeah, that mouse. would be horrible. Yeah, and then oh, <laughs> or, man, it'd be or the grossest brilliant. episode to listen to. Or brilliant. It was like oh, it's geez. like the Apple episode where yeah, uh, where that's I why just I, I, ate an apple on. That's Mike. what I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, why are you worried oh, about that? That was brilliant. Man, that was a great episode, <laughs> but there were moments where it was like being inside Michael's mouth. Yeah, you're welcome. Man, it was quite an experience. It was a journey. It was a journey. Gastrointestinal <laughs> journey. <laughs> but yeah, man, so tell me more. Uh, tell me where you went, because I want to talk about like the history of popcorn itself. But like we yeah. kind of covered the word and the definitions mm-hmm. of the word. So tell me, mm-hmm. where, where did you go? Because you kind of... You alluded to a couple interesting things uh, before we actually started recording today, so I'm excited to know where you mm. went. Uh, well, you know what, man? I gotta say, like, I <laughs> I had some other things I wanted to talk about, which might be more closer to the end of the episode because they have to do with our uh, everlasting game of all time, forever. Mm. Um, so I don't. I think I'm sort of done with the intense etymological section I wanted to cover. Okay. Uh, there are a few more contextual sentences which I had noticed, which are a little bit weird. Um, <laughs> I w- I don't know if they're worth sharing with you, so I will just sort of leave it on this, and that is the phrase I mentioned earlier to popcorn. Yeah. Uh, which I believe is under the entry for popping. Yeah. Which is obviously in the OED, right? Mm-hmm. All right, in the OED. Which is obviously an extremely long and varied entry. Just for Very, five. very you, long. <clears throat> very long. Uh, I do recommend it, but um, that's another midnight read for you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so the phrase to popcorn, it means to heat dried kernels of maize or Indian corn until they swell up and burst open with a pop to make popcorn in this way. So we've been through that. So I just noticed it because the first contextual sentence is from our boy, <laughs> Thoreau. Oh, yeah. H.D. Thoreau. Yes. 1842, from his journal, from the 3rd of January. And he just says, I've been popping corn tonight, which is only a more rapid blossoming of the seed under a greater than July heat. So trust mm. our trust our boy Thoreau to say to just t- introduce popcorn in, like, the most poetic way possible. Mm-hmm. So the next time you're out there under the July moon, lying back in the grass... And you're eating, you're just eating some popcorn, indulging in some sweet treat of the night. Oh, and you yeah. say to yourself, "I how I enjoy this American history with which I am interacting so, so lusciously in this moment." <laughs> thank you, thank you, Thoreau. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, uh, my bad. Can't, I apologize can't you for just that. imagine Thoreau uh, sitting on the land that he stole from a poor Irish family, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're sitting outside, now. right? <laughs> Within walking distance of his best friend's house, right? Yeah, of yeah. Emerson's house, telling himself that he's living off the land, right? Just munching sure. on fucking popcorn, right? <laughs> he's just like, oh, this is this is this is you know what it's like to live off the land, you know, <laughs> popcorn and. And living close to Emmy, you know? Because I imagine he'd call Emerson Emmy, right? Let's be honest, oh, of course. right? That's but, amazing. Uh, yeah, not even Emerson's first name, right? Uh, what is it? Ralph, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he'd be like, or, Emmy, you know? <laughs> and yeah. Emerson's just like, fuck, Henry, get off it's my like, land. Man, <laughs> what, if, what if Emerson just really didn't like Thoreau? That would be a real, that'd be a real revelation. Oh, man, I imagine that there are scholars out there who could yeah. better talk about their relationship. But oh, like, for sure. Dude, the, uh, Thoreau... There's probably, I like probably Thoreau. 49% of humanity could talk about those two better than we could. <laughs> I like Thoreau, but like, 
it's just like even that sentence, which I'm glad you mentioned it because I saw it earlier, and I and I yeah. rolled my eyes so hard that I bumped yeah. my head up against the wall, <laughs> right? Because I was just like, I've been popping corn tonight, which is only yeah. a more rapid blossoming of the seed yeah. under a greater than July heat. It's like, dude, yeah, it's true. 18 fucking 42, right? Yeah, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows what popping corn is. All right, everyone knows yeah. at this point. Yeah, like calm it yeah. down. And he's like, he's like, let me just tell you what popping corn is, right? I mean, yeah. and, yeah. and we already talked about like 1823 being the earliest use of it. But sure, but like with this history that we're gonna get into in a, in a minute, people have been doing it for a long time. And the 1800s were the time where people got really fucking into popping corn. Um, yeah, in America. So, so like everyone knows, bro. Right, like you don't need to get up on your like, you know, and it's just, it's just so weird. He's just such a dude. weird dude. He's, oh uh, man, fine. dude, can we can we just like keep this train rolling, man? It's time. Like, tell us what you found about the history, man. Yeah. So, so I do want to talk about this. So, this is a little bit less about like the history of the word, like we've talked about before, um, yeah. and more a little bit of a history of the food itself. Now, yeah. we are kind of going off a little bit. This will be a little bit of a tangent from what we usually cover, but I think yeah. it's still topical because okay. the word itself um, actually has some weird connotations and weird uh, murky histories that I didn't know about. Now, I'm going to ask you this, right? Did when you were younger, right? Now I want you to go back to grade school in your mind, oh, right? Oh God! Take a second. Oh, I had a I had a huge a beard. Take a, <laughs> okay. There's only one take person a... I knew who had a beard in grade school, and that was my like this guy I knew, Alex Hoppy. What? He's a friend of mine, right? Oh my God! I swear to God, that man in sixth grade had a full beard, right? Oh my God! All of us thought that he came out of the womb with a beard. Nobody remembers. Nobody remembers what he looks like without a beard. Oh, it's horrible. I know people who went to, like, kindergarten with that dude, and they're like, yeah, I can't imagine him without a beard. Oh, man. I feel oh, bad for him. I don't know. It's a beautiful beard. It's I'm strong, sure, but... too. He, he's literally pierced his skin with beard hair. It's, like, so strong and stable. Oh, That's not yeah, I think I... Stop. You've distracted... Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude, go back in your mind. Go back anyway, in your mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And listeners can do this, too. Go back in your mind to elementary school. Okay. Did you learn? Now I didn't learn this, right? I did not learn this, right? Did you learn that at the first Thanksgiving, popcorn was served? Man, you know I don't think so, okay. but maybe I don't. Man, I don't remember, dude. I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, man. This is a bad. <laughs> I'm a bad person. I do think. I, here's what I remember. Okay. Yeah. I remember. Coloring within the lines because I was that sort of kid, right? Nice. I wasn't nice. going to color outside the lines, nice. man. I was a terrified of what that meant. <laughs> you do not color outside. The- Meanwhile, Chris White is sitting over there just willy nilly using like whatever color he has, just scribbling all over the goddamn thing. Oh my it's like, God. dude, why are we in school, man? We're here to learn about inside the line. I don't know. Anyway, so there was like a. You know, you, they're coloring, and you got the maze, and you got the pr- like vaguely yeah. offensive, like stereotypical Indian oh, guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like the also like not equally offensive, but almost as offensive, like Puritan guy with uh-huh. the buckle hat uh-huh. and like the stupid collar that was yeah. like always starched to perfection. <laughs> 
even though in reality it was probably covered with the blood of many indigenous peoples. Oh, of and course, like, of course. And like, and maybe so there was some corn stains on it. Sure, right? Okay. So, but I remember like getting that color in the lines thing, and of course there's the turkey on the table, but I do not recall any popping going on. So, so supposedly, and this is confirmed because I didn't believe it at first, but supposedly this is taught or used to be taught that popcorn was first was also served at the first Thanksgiving. Now, our, our listeners will know that the first Thanksgiving, to put it, I don't know, mildly, is a whole bunch of bullshit, right? <laughs> but sure, sure. but it, within that bullshit, right, yeah, the, a yeah. very big bullshitty thing is that popcorn was served at the first Thanksgiving. Now, oh, there are okay, a lot of reasons okay. for that, right? Which we don't have to get into, but if you're interested, uh, these are them, right? Which are... Okay, it's a myth. <laughs> yeah, so it's a myth because popcorn basically wasn't where <clears throat> they were settling, right? Uh, the Like, native peoples in that area yes. were not eating or ha- did not have access to popcorn, right? Right. But... Right. It does speak to an interesting truth about popcorn, that it is ridiculously old, right? So the yeah. earliest popcorn found, right? So this is this is crazy, right? Earliest yeah. popcorn found was over 3,000 years ago. Was it like 4,000 years ago, I think? 3,500? I don't know. Different different things have different, um, different dates. But there was mm. popcorn found in New Mexico in a cave, right? Literally like the kernels, but also the popped kernels were found oh, there, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, no. I think I know what you're, what you're talking mm-hmm. about in Mexico, right? Uh, yeah. The Wikipedia says 3600 BC. There you go, right? So so uh so okay, so 5000 years ago, sorry. But like so we've Long been time. yeah. So popcorn the food like heating the kernels and then and then popping and then eating that or using it for other reasons there's like some people are like, oh, yeah, it's used for decoration, blah, 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 whatever, right? Um, art, mm. things like that. Um, I, I don't, I'm not interested in that because it just makes me hungry. When I see, like, those kid mm. popcorn necklaces, I'm like, ooh, um, 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 I just want to eat them. Um, so, the, so they're, like, it's existed for a long time. Right, it's been around mm. for an extremely, extremely long time. Yeah, this is some old ass shit. It is, and it is super interesting. And this is going to be my bad segue into a, a book that I looked at, uh, or I looked at, you know, some parts of it and a couple of reviews of it because I couldn't read the book in time for the podcast. But there's a book by a guy named Andrew F. Smith, who uh, most recently has written books about like food right i think it's like the oxford english guide to food or something like that i'm getting the title wrong right but but he wrote a book in 1999 called popped culture a social history of popcorn in america so it's very focused in america but it's interesting right it is a book i'm definitely picking up uh, because it sounds mm. fascinating, right? But mm-hmm. it is like a kind of scholarly book, but like a scholarly book that isn't uh, isn't like drenched in in fact or whatever. It's supposedly very okay. easy to read, right? Oh, so, that's good. We yeah. like that. So anyway, so he talks about like the uh, technique of making popcorn or like kind of the history of popcorn and mentions that 
It is ridiculously old. The origin of popcorn, it's impossible, right? Um, we can't actually tell when it, like, became. Like, there's no point in which someone was like, oh, yeah, and I accidentally put a kernel on a fire and pop crazy, right? It's delicious, yeah. right? Oh, my God. So it's over 5,000 years old, right? 5,000 years ago in New Mexico, there's archaeological evidence that people have been eating it, right? Super, nice, nice. super cool. Yeah. Now, right, this this gets interesting, right? So it's often thought that popcorn, like you said with the language, is uh, very English, right? Me, English the language, but American, right? A lot of yeah. these sources that I found are like, popcorn is like America's food. Americans love popcorn, right? Fine, right? We do. I do. I yeah. get it, right? Yeah, yeah but, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, what's fascinating is that basically it's it's the 1800s, 19th century, that popcorn starts becoming a really big craze, right, in America, yeah. right? And mainly in, yeah. mainly in New England, uh, at least according to uh, Andrew Smith, right? Uh, in his book, it's mainly in okay. New England, but uh, there's often this conversation that oh, well, popcorn came from the you know uh, it, we learned it from indigenous peoples and then like it kind of spread from there. Or there's not even a conversation about it. There's just kind of this right. like Americanization of it. Oh yeah, it was served at the first Thanksgiving, and so we've loved it since then, kind of thing. So none yeah. of that's true, right? Basically, what happened well, was it's super old. People have been doing it forever, not always using the same type of corn, right? Because a lot of flint corns can be popped, right, as yeah. well. But Word. becomes a fad in New England, and his argument, which I found super interesting, right? Andrew Smith's argument is that it becomes a fad in Africa. Mm. Oh, so so this is this is kind of cool. Really? Yeah. So uh, so a lot of writers said like, oh, it just seemed to come out of nowhere that suddenly there's like these these innovators who are popping yeah. corn and selling them. A big right, part right. a big part of popcorn becoming popular is that it was super cheap. Right. Um, in yep. the 1900s, popular now, I know I'm fast forwarding for a second, but stick with me here. Right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, popcorn yeah. becomes popular throughout the U.S. in the 1900s yeah. because movie theaters actually refused to serve food in their theaters. Right. Right. And That's right. yeah. And so people were like, well, we're just going to park a cart outside, make food for people and have them bring it into the theater, which is what they sure. did. And, a, really and a big thing, a big thing was popcorn because it was so cheap to buy the kernels and it took nothing to make, right? That actually it was like one of the few foods that A, was not rationed during the Great Depression, B, actually increased in revenue during the Great Depression, right? That's right. I read that yeah. too. Um, and, and C, a lot of people really got into because they replaced other snacks like candies and like other sweets with popcorn because okay. there was rationing of candy, but popcorn became right. popular. And then also to like they're sitting outside movie theaters, then movie theaters pick it up, blah, blah, blah. We're in sure. 2018, popcorn's everywhere, right? Yeah, sure, sure. But early, right, in the 1800s, when it starts becoming a thing, like the kind of foundation of America getting into it, supposedly... Uh, Corn had been sent all over the world, meaning maize, right? Had been mm. sent all over the world 
after the people came here, murdered the indigenous peoples, right? <laughs> Stole the crops that were growing, right? <laughs> sure, sure. And they sent them everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. they were building okay. cornfields in the Caribbean where there wasn't corn, nat- uh, you know, naturally in South America and Africa. So corn was growing everywhere, Dude. right? Wait, wait. So this is basically like one of the, if not a tool of imperialism, mm-hmm. like a uh, mechanism of it, or like an evidence yeah. of imperialism. Yeah, when and, you start finding corn, like popcorn fields. Yeah, it's also like think about tobacco too. Is like a as a crop that existed in in the Americas, right? And then suddenly it's like, oh, we like this. Let's mm, grow it everywhere in the world. Smoking's kind of cool. It yeah. makes you feel cool. Exactly. And so the idea is, right, that um, corn was spread everywhere, right? So, like, all these different colonies, yeah. they're they're spreading their ideas throughout. So popcorn, supposedly, according to according to this guy, right, and supposedly, like, I'm, I'm basing a little bit off this review in, like, these small excerpts I was able to find. Um, sure. And, and the uh, that Smith is saying... Well, there's actually evidence that in South America and Africa, they were popping corn already, right? Right, And there's a lot of indications that popcorn was popular in China at the end of the 16th century. So Mexico... And and then there's also fact, which has been backed up in other places, Mexico's been popping popcorn since the 17th century. Oh, what the heck? And so, so like, there's this idea that popcorn just suddenly became popular, but really, yeah. I mean, it's a product of, like, all these other places are doing it, right? And it's kind of like this social and culinary phenomenon, as, as uh, this guy says, uh, and I'm reading a review, I'm sorry, for those who love evidence as I do, right? Yes, uh, by By Philip Hiscock. I swear to God, that's Excuse his name. Excuse me, his Mike, name is watch your language. <laughs> Who's? Philip what? Hiscock. No. Oh, in, in Erudite uh, Magazine, I think. Um, it's a yeah, Canadian that, You know, if that's your name, you better be a scholar. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. You yeah. have to be. Like, there's... Yeah. You have no, no choice. choice in life. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, but basically, you know, <laughs> it, it starts, like, spreading, right? And clearly it was something in the South first and then kind of gets spread up. Um, and there's different things that people did with it. But a big thing... Uh, fun little fact for you, right? Is that in the 1800s, it was popular in Great Britain to use popcorn as a cereal. As in, you'd pop what? some popcorn, right? Pour it in a bowl. Pour some milk over it. Pour some sugar on top of that. Mix it up. Yum, yum, yum. What the heck? I know. I love it. Get I think out of it. I think it's the you greatest stop. thing ever. Stop. Stop it. It's the greatest thing ever. You stop it. It's hilarious. That's a thing? I absolutely love it. I Gotta say, it. man, that's crazy. I love some cereal, too. I love me some cereal, you know? Yeah. I haven't I mean, been eating as much lately, but I tell you, I used to subsist almost entirely upon uh, Quaker oat squares and <laughs> Frosted Flakes, and sometimes you got your, uh, your uh, what do you call them? Not, oh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was high school, man. I, I was just it. eating all that. But not, what I think, not a lot of popcorn in those days, but like yeah. maybe that's because subconsciously I was feeling, I was sensing the imperial roots of this tremendously varied and complicated crop yeah. that you have discussed. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I think this is interesting because this history of the food itself 
uh, like the word is clearly based off of this idea of oh, it's like popped corn, right? The one mm-hmm. thing I had problems finding, right, were like mm-hmm. reliable sources that told me what the name of popcorn mm-hmm. was in other languages, right? But it, it was hard, so I was kind of upset that I didn't, I couldn't get deeper into that. But okay. the word itself, right, like it carries the baggage of this history, right? And it carries sure. the baggage of these like myths that are created around it and this mm. baggage of mm-hmm. like where it came from and how it did. And so right, what I right. what I like about this history is that and what I'm I'm super pumped to read this book because right. this book is focused in America meaning like and Andrew Smith is going to talk about how popcorn became popular in America. But yeah. What I find fascinating is oh like it's not just it appears, right? As nothing does, right? It's yeah, just, nothing just it, it doesn't it spontaneously yeah. arrive. Yeah, and same thing as like words, right? Words don't spontaneously arrive in dictionaries, and then it's a word that exists. It must have existed outside of the dictionary before that to have been heard by this person and then be added into a dictionary, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera right? Or heard mm-hmm, by a person mm-hmm, then put mm-hmm. down in a text. So it's sure. it's. It's an interesting kind of reflection of all the stuff that's going on, right? But yeah, so I just thought that was like a cool little culinary history, right? Dude, I, I was wrapped, man, throughout that. I was just <laughs> gripped by it. I also love the turn where it becomes like clear that like, oh, the myth was just wrong. And like, I just loved how you blew up the myth mm-hmm. and like made the truth come out there. And it's how it's a tool of imperialism. And like, that is so cool. It's it's interesting stuff, man. But yeah, so so that's all I had on that um, in relationship to the word. So bring me. Bring can I just me, add? Can I just yeah. add a couple more things to oh, the yeah, history, please, man? Like please. we were talking about, just some things that popped out at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I don't want to add too much, dude, because that was a very complete history that you just gave, and it was it was like a um, what do you call it? Was it Chomsky that wrote the People's History of the United States? It wasn't Chomsky, was no, it? No, oh, no. Oh, what I'm freaking is. Chomsky, oh my god, you're killing me right Chomsky. now. It wasn't Chomsky, it wasn't Chomsky. Yeah, hold on, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you no. find it. I don't know. It's Howard it's, Zinn, it's Howard Zinn. Howard Zinn, Zinn, Howard Zinn, Chomp, Noam Chomsky, they're both the same guy. Who who, who they, even knows? They're you not know, the Dr. Same. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, you know what I'm saying? Sure, anyway. let's go with that. Anyway, I enjoyed your Howard Zinn-style history of popcorn. Um, so just some things that popped out at me <laughs> from the uh, from the Wikipedia. Yeah, uh, you know how like the Wikipedia seems to sort of not completely. Maybe I'm maybe I'm disparaging them a little bit, but they seem to sort of buy into this sort of myth that you were talking about that it's like yeah. an American invention. Yep, and it may go back a long time. I mean, they acknowledge it goes back thousands of years, and in fact, seems to have been. Uh, the earliest remnants of it have been found in Mexico. Mm-hmm. That's not the United States, but uh, but they do tend to they tend to dwell in the American development of it. Yeah, yeah. I do want to bring attention to a couple small things from that American side of the story, just because yeah. they're interesting and fun. Um, Cracker Jacks, mm-hmm. right? Um, they come from that old the baseball song. What do you uh, buy me some blah blahs and pepper uh, uh, Cracker Jacks? Uh, peanuts and Cracker Jacks, whatever yeah, the heck yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, man, man, you can tell how much baseball I play and or pay attention to. Right? Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gotta love, gotta love those New York uh, Knicker uh, soccer's. Knickerbockers. So anyway, right, right. Uh, cracker Jacks are pretty good. I gotta say, 
But um, the, an important ingredient in Cracker Jack is popcorn. Of course. Um, also, I want to point this out to you because you are in Illinois and you're from Chicago. Uh-huh. The, the industrialization of popcorn happened in the 1890s with this guy named Charles Kretter. Mm-hmm. Kretter was a Chicago candy store owner, according to Wikipedia, who created steam-powered machines for roasting nuts, and he applied the technology to corn. Mm-hmm. And by the mm-hmm. turn of the century, he created and deployed street carts equipped with steam-powered popcorn makers. Uh-huh. And I read that what these things were like, and they were just freaking crazy, man. It was like it was like steampunk or something. Like it was something like it was kind of absurd. Like the amount of work that had to go. This like machine is so complicated. Yeah, and it just ma- it just makes popcorn, right? It's just <laughs> that's all it does. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Credder, Charles Credder, um, and like his what he contributed, and also before apparently in the mid 1800s, while people knew about popcorn, Americans were making it. There still wasn't an industrialized way to do it. Uh, they were using something called poppers, mm. which were really just wire baskets that yeah. you hold over a fire. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, they stopped using those because they just weren't that good. Mm-hmm. You'd burn your shit. You'd burn your popcorn with them, mm-hmm. right? So the poppers weren't too good. And then uh, our our favorite guy, Mr. Orville Redenbacher, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, apparently, Orville Redenbacher didn't develop his version of popcorn until 1981. Mm. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 1970. Yeah. 1970, Orville Redenbacher launched his his brand of popcorn. But in 81, General Mills got the patent for the first microwave popcorn bag. Interesting. And according to Wikipedia, within a year, there was a sharp increase of popcorn consumption by tens of thousands of pounds. Yeah. Because of the bag, yeah. I'm so sure. that I feel like the last like major economical like ec- like sort of thing that changed the economic side of popcorn was was the bag, mm-hmm. the, the, the microwavable bag, and the microwave. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's but, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's real good, man. It's good. I'm excited. So I want to I want to draw your attention to a couple other things. Yeah. Okay. Talk. This to is me. where we're going to start to go off the rails a little bit. All right. And I like that we can. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going to like it. I am going to like it. I like that you like it. And I know that you like that I like it. Oh, I love that you like it. Yeah. Um, for example, when you just Google, you know, like popcorn, you just Google around. Um, obviously, the things that we talked about pop up. But also, there's a number of articles that talk about the healthiness versus not healthiness of popcorn. Okay. Right? It's it's a it's a corner of the internet that exists. Yeah. It's not a corner that I find to be at all fascinating. <laughs> um, there is some... There is some interesting sort of like, I don't want to say pseudoscience, but one of the things that pops up is like, you know, these like doctors that are like half doctor and half like media personality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like I'm sure you can think of some right now, like Dr. Oz is probably one of those. Yep, yep. So uh, there's a website by a doctor who's like a nutritional, certified doctor of natural medicine. Mm -hmm. And his name's Dr. Josh Axe. And his his website is Drax, DrAxe.com. Yeah. Right? And he has an article that's just about talking about, well, is popcorn good for you or not? And I won't bore you with, like, that article because I only bring him up because I looked at the, all right, there's this about Dr. Axe. Yeah. And I was like, who the, who the fuck is this? This guy's like the Ray Comfort of this episode. Okay? Oh, my God, like, yes. Hit, he's like Dr. Josh Axe. And then he's, here are his certifications. Is MD in there? No. Just DNM? Don't know. DC, don't know what that is. Maybe he was a writer for DC Comics. <laughs> CNS, don't know what that is. So, like, if you're a naturopath, uh, don't let us, like, 
walk all over your like your like discipline. Call us, you know, uh, tweet us, whatever. Our tw- yeah, our Twitter's uh, words for dinner. The number four. Just get in touch. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but yeah. I do go have ahead. To say like <laughs> the, his page made me think this guy's a hack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's got a lot. He said, 2008, he started a functional medicine center in Nashville. Okay, he founded one of the most visited natural health websites in the world at DrAxe.com, which is over 15 million monthly visitors. 15 million? What? Dude, why? Who are these people? Also, there was a grammatical error in that sentence. He says the most visited natural health web, one of the most visited natural health website in the world. You're missing mm-hmm. an S, Dr. Axe. Your degree is not in English, well, apparently. Well, when you when you pay Google to make sure that you're the number one site that appears, you know, you get a man. lot of visitors to your fucking site, man. I guess so, dude. Uh, anyway, hey, we should do that. Words for dinner, right? <laughs> dude, we, oh. we don't make enough money to, to pay the Google dollars. Gotta make, make money to make money, money. You know what? We might be able to convince Ask Jeeves. To put us first, right? <laughs> but but anybody else, no. Like Bing, Yahoo, Google, they, they're going to say no. Yeah. But Ask Jeeves oh, or AOL search, nice, they might nice. say yes. Now we're talking. Dude, I like that. Uh, we're not quite at Bing levels, are we? No. We're not there yet. But yeah, um, so tell me more. Yeah, well, that's about it for Dr. Axe. Just that he, he also brags a little bit about being like the, the doctor for Ryan Lochte. Yeah. And like he went to the 2012 Olympic Games. Okay. Um, so, anyway, he wrote a dirt a book called "Eat Dirt," um, the real food diet cookbook. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that's that. that's all I wanted to say about him. So, Michael. Yeah. Um, I, I have, I have a game. Okay. But I don't know if you're ready for it. Yet. Oh, I'm so ready. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm pumped. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to decide exactly how it should go because I have a couple different ideas. So, hmm. All right. This is the precursor to the game. Mm-hmm. This is just some more fun facts for you. We're in the fun facts section of the Words for Dinner podcast today. Okay. Okay. I found an article online. It's a blog post mm-hmm. called 26 of the Most Bizarre Popcorn Flavors. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for this? This is going to be yeah. fun. Yeah. Number 26 of 26 is Marmite Popcorn. Ooh. Now, have you heard of Marmite before? Mm, no. Have you heard of Vegemite before? Yes. Okay, Vegemite and Marmite, very similar. Okay, okay. Do you want to tell the listeners what you know about Vegemite? Uh, that there is a sandwich that is made out of it in a song uh-huh. about Australia. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I do know that it's an Australian food that you often put on bread and you yeah. kind of just eat. Like on bread, like you would, uh, uh, like butter on bread or something like that, you know? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't really know exactly how similar or dissimilar Marmite is to Vegemite, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, I, from what I understand, it's, it's pretty similar. Okay. And I've had, have you tasted Vegemite? Uh, no, I refused to when I was, uh, in Australia. I, you know, we both have been in Australia at different times. Uh, when I went to Australia, I was offered to taste it and I was like, uh, you know what? Uh, hard pass. Yeah. You were, that. you did the right thing. I know. I know I did. Let me tell you, <laughs> I had a cracker with some Vegemite on it. Yeah. And it was the most, um, gut wrenching experience. <laughs> First of all, I love me some salt, right? Yeah. I think salt is a tasty a- additive to food. Yeah. This is way too salty. 
<laughs> it is so salty, I wanted to just start to cry. Yeah. And behind the salt, it's, it's not like there's something redeeming. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, man, you know, too bad it's so salty, but it's still, like, pretty good. No, there's nothing else there. All I got is salt and, like, some, like, just pastiness. Mm. Anyway, so Marmite, right? I'm sure it's just as bad. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is a popcorn that's that's it's Marmite popcorn. Yeah. Um, I found another BBC page that talks all about uh, Marmite. I will skip over that. It apparently Denmark banned it. I don't know. <laughs> Den- Denmark banned Marmite. Um, okay, it was invented by accident. Okay, I, I'm going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Anyway, it's okay. Here, here's some more. Okay, so we're we're back to the point. We're, we're reading an article called 26 the most yeah. bizarre popcorn flavors yeah. okay all right um pumpkin spice Ooh. yeah ketchup yeah mm. s'mores uh, okay um lemon sherbet really how did you just uh, i don't want to talk about how you just said the word sherbet but go ahead yeah sherbet <laughs> that you're missing a letter you're literally no, missing man. The second, I, I don't want to talk about it. Go ahead. It's spelled. Okay, we're going to come back to yeah. this. Uh, <laughs> Coke Pop. Coke Pop. Go listen to our Coke Pop episode. Oh, my God. Such a good episode. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, truffle Fromage Porcini. Ooh. That one is very bougie. Mm-hmm. It's $29 per gallon. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, French Toast. Okay. All right. We're, we're getting down to the low teens now. Mm-hmm. Number 15 is Taco Loco. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Um, ooh, now we're starting to get real, real funky. Blood orange and persimmon. Yeah, that's weird. I do not. Do you like persimmons? I like blood oranges. I don't know if I like persimmon. I like I, persimmon. I don't think I've ever had a persimmon by itself. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All you, right. Know would, you know what would just make me actually spontaneously combust is putting Vegemite on a persimmon. I would actually just, I would just implode. That oh, that just sounds terrible. Yeah, oh, so bad. Um, also, can you call your orange something that doesn't have the word blood in it? That would be nice. Blood orange is really good, dude. It's real fucking good. It is. Yeah, I love blood orange. Oh, oh my god. Oh, man. that's so good. What? Okay. Uh, all right. Well, now we're in the top ten. All right. Sorry. Yeah. All right. We're moving down. Number nine is eggnog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, number eight buffalo wing and blue cheese popcorn. Now, that sounds pretty good. Right, we both like buffalo wings and we both like blue cheese, so I feel we're like, open to that yeah, one. I'm open to it. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> pear popcorn, Ew. cheeseburger popcorn, eh, eh. blue coconut, Ooh. loaded baked potato popcorn. Eh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. We're now we're in the top three. Ready? Yeah. Number three, crab shack popcorn. Ugh. Okay. Stop. That Keep tastes going. like crabs. Yeah. <laughs> then number two, gin and tonic. Right. Gin and tonic. Po- okay. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Now this is the weirdest number one weirdest according to this blog post, which we will put on show notes. Okay. <laughs> Pregnancy mix popcorn, and the flavor is ice cream and dill pickle pickle flavor. That is absolutely terrible and hilarious. I don't like that combination of words. It's so I weird. Don't, I don't like the sound of it. I probably so would weird. like the taste of it. Yeah. Uh, it's the brand is Popcorn Universe. You can get three small cups for three dollars and twenty five cents. You can buy it if you click on the link on this post. Um, whew, wow! Holy 
crap. Pop- popcorn flavors are its own kind of subculture, and it's a really interesting thing. But like, yeah, they're like I also read that like different cultures make popcorn in different ways. So like, one thing that I thought was interesting in some some area of Mexico, um, they serve like jalapenos and certain spices and like all like different stuff with mm-hmm. the popcorn itself that you kind of got to mm-hmm. eat it with a spoon almost, you know, or a fork sure. or something. And I like that. I like, yeah. I like that kind of stuff, but like, but like some flavors of things are just weird, you know, it's just, it's just too much. All right. You ready for the, uh, everlasting game of all time? Forever? Okay. Sure. Sure. I thought right. that was the game. I got, re- I'm really confused, but I'm better now. No, that, that was just a precursor. Okay. Okay. I just thought that was fun. Tell me more. Okay, what we're going to do right now is we're going to play the Everlasting Game of Forever. Oh my gosh, yes. And I have four, it's a multiple choice for you. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so we got, I'm going to offer you, let's see, I have one, two, three. <laughs> I got, okay, I got three separate brand slash products, and uh, there's, actually, I'm going to give you four. One of them is not going to be real. Okay. Okay. So you got to guess the one that is not, in fact, a real popcorn that you can go out and purchase. Okay. All right. All right. We, you cl- we clear? Yep, you're historically bad at creating games, so I feel confident that I'm going to win. Go ahead. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, <laughs> here are your four options. All right. Yeah. Drink for the Snorlax mug. Okay. The first one. <laughs> okay. First option, Boom Chicka Pop. Okay. <laughs> Okay. okay. Is by is by Angie's. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. The second one is just called Mike Popcorn. That's right. Spelled like your name is mm-hmm. Mike Popcorn. Okay. The third one, Butter Nugget. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the last one. This is your last option. All right. <laughs> okay. It's it's Tom Douglas's Rub with Love. Wow! All right, wow. all right. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna review to review. Your four options are Angie's Boom Chicka Pop, Mike Popcorn, <laughs> Butter Nugget, <laughs> and Rub with Love. Okay, so I'm gonna. Which one of those is not real? I'm gonna guess that the first one is real because you corrected okay. yourself and said the name of the company after saying the thing, right? So okay, so I'm down to three. I'm down to three. Okay. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> Down to Mike Popcorn, mm-hmm. Butter Nugget, and Rub with Love. I'm going to go with Butter Nugget is, is not real. God damn it! You're correct. Yes. Ah. Yes. <laughs> How did you know? Uh, because, so my guess was that the fourth one was also <laughs> real because it used a name. But I was like, oh, maybe he's being tricky. But then I was like, oh, the, the, red, hearing, the red herring here is Mike's Popcorn. I'm like, sure. So clearly, it is right. Um, yeah. So I just, you know, I just thought that the red herring was Mike's popcorn, and so I went with the butter nugget, which I feel yeah. like I feel like is a thing that you would say mm-hmm. sometimes. Okay, so. you were right. You're right. So that was you. In other words, you used your knowledge of me mm-hmm. and of reality to determine which was the one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was flexing just now, and luckily. This isn't a video, or people would be very unimpressed. They'd be intimidated, as well. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, you were you were flexing physically as well as mentally. Ooh, stop! This is just yeah. so good. 
Yeah, I, I, you just dominated the game. I would I would argue that in some in some places in the world, people would call us a yeah. popcorn podcast. They would indeed. Mm-hmm. They would say, you know what? Uh, not that much to it. Uh-huh. Kind of surface level. Yeah. Pretty entertaining, though. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty entertaining. entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch Spaceballs and then listen to four episodes of Words for Dinner. Oh, man. That would be great. Yeah. So uh, I enjoy doing so that. So do you have more for the game or no? That is the game for today. Okay. Um, I do want to remind our, our, our wonderful friends of the pod mm-hmm. and listeners far and wide, yeah. uh, whether that's in ancient prehistoric Mexico or Imperial New England, mm-hmm. wherever it might be, um, to go ahead and get in touch with us. Yeah. But the first thing I'm going to want to remind them of before we tell them how to do yeah. that is to remind them of the, our last challenge, mm-hmm. which we offered last episode. Oh. And that is, we're still looking for that standout entry. Mm-hmm. We're, we're looking for... I want to challenge listeners to compile their very own special uh, montage of Mike reading old English quotes. <laughs> And to share that with us, yeah, uh, just email it to us. You know that's fine. Use your use your at home audio editing software, whether it's Audacity or what have you. <laughs> There's free stuff, and uh, just compile whatever you can. Send it in. We'll uh, we'll send you a prize. I feel I feel like you're gonna need. I think you're gonna need to compile that. I think that. I, I think yeah. we're gonna have to talk about that. I don't think anyone's yeah. gonna do it. I think I think they're gonna be like, no, nah, no, nah, it's it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, it's possible. It's very possible. Uh, but yeah, so if uh, if you are gonna contact us, our email address is wfdpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, you're welcome to email us there. We are slightly active on Twitter as of right now. Uh, it's mm-hmm, been a little mm-hmm. bit. It's been a little bit rough lately. But our Twitter handle is mm-hmm. Words for Dinner. That's Words the number four Dinner. Um, and uh, you can find us there. Uh, and then to listen to this podcast, as you already are, right? Of course, you can visit Podbean, which is the the beautiful, wonderful gorgeous host of our podcast uh and we are also available on mm-hmm, stitcher mm-hmm. itunes google play and other places that steal from those fine vendors um to provide <laughs> podcasts to you um i do want to say too uh most of our listeners uh significantly more as like each episode airs and each uh appetizer airs um it's very clear that mainly people in the united states are the ones listening to us but every once in a while we still get listeners in different parts of the world and we just want to say like we are humbled and honored that either a you are rerouting your ip address from a different country Mm. and (laughs) um still listening to the podcast or b You actually live in that place and are actually listening to us discuss these words or starting an episode going, oh, my God, no, and moving on from there. Uh, We really appreciate it. We really uh, do uh, have like a deep appreciation for that. Um, And finally, before uh, Max tells us who uh, brought this episode to you, who sponsored us today, I just want to ask our (laughs) listeners again, leave us a like you know, you can always send us a message, yeah. like we said, but leave us a like, leave us a comment on either iTunes or Stitchers or, or Stitcher, excuse me, or Google Play. Uh, let us know 
how we're doing, good or bad. Uh, we really appreciate those moments, especially like the kind of hearts or likes or whatever. Um, it brings us a little bit higher up uh, on the search engines. Uh, it allows us to kind of get our word out there more, right? Um, and if you're excited about the po- the possible, to- uh, or if you're excited about the new episodes, right? Either the tapas or the brunch, right? You know, please mm. share our uh, our newer episodes or even the uh, old episodes somewhere on your social media page um and uh let your friends yeah, know facebook yeah. retweet that thing. yeah because every time i i i uh, message it, i have a private facebook right um you know that right like i have a pretty private facebook mm. every time i message mm-hmm. out my the podcast um at least one or two of uh my friends you know find the link and, and reshare it right with their friends and we always get a slight boost in listeners um so like we really appreciate that it really helps us kind of um get in into more more people's ears you know uh and and we we like that a lot so please go out there you know tell your friends to just like us even if they don't listen to us that's fine too (laughs) but uh but no we do perhaps better that way and we do we do appreciate it right and we hope that you're excited as we are for 2018 and the things coming uh forward as long as the world doesn't end and we still live in a country that allows us to be free you know Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll and have a podcast. And have podcasts. We'll still podcast. Yeah. But yeah. So the world doesn't yeah. end. So tell us who was who this episode brought to you by? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Um, this episode is brought to you by Mike Popcorn, the <laughs> lumpiest popcorn for your French New Age cinematic needs. Wait, seriously? Is that like their no, their I, tagline? No, no. Oh. Actually, that's Butter Nugget. Mike Popcorn <laughs> is a real popcorn that uh, I think it's. I can't tell. It's in another language. It looks it looks very weird. I I would uh, that's an actual product though. So it's it's brought to you by actual Mike popcorn as well <laughs> as imaginary butter nugget popcorn. Oh my god! Yes, excellent. It's also brought to you by my daughter Nora, who is currently sitting behind me, w- watching a video on her Kindle, and and not screaming. Oh, there she was. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> So, there, yeah. you know, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, world. Yeah. Uh, She's actually editing this podcast as we speak. Oh, yes. It's excellent. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, thank you very much for listening. Keep an ear out. You know, keep uh, keep your uh, podcast churner system thing <laughs> set to us, you know, um, so that you get the new episodes coming out. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. trying to make a popcorn pun and it just didn't sure, come sure, out well. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. making like a circle with my finger for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Sure, sure, but sure. Yeah. You might say it burned. It burned on the way nice. out. Nice. See, that's much better. That's yeah. much better. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. And we will talk to you soon. Sayonara. Bye. Bye. Bye.